Hey Alexa, you ready for the spotlight? You know it, Jace. Let's hope I don't f it up this time. Ladies and gentlemen, you are now listening to Jace the Producer presents the shuffle. Hi! Ladies and gentlemen, today I am interviewing not only a friend of mine, but he should definitely be a friend of yours. He's a friend of the community that you don't even know just yet, but you will very soon. His name is Flash, and he is the... I guess co-owner, if you will, or, or or like the second brain behind a group called Bikers Against Bullies USA. We learn all about Bikers Against Bullies. We learn about Flash, where he comes from, what he uh, what he wants to share with the world. And Flash, pretty much, I want to start from, you know, who are you? Where are you from? Where did you come from? Things like that. Oh, bloody hell. You want to know who I am and where I came from? I, sometimes I don't even think I know where I came from. <laughs> you forgot where you came from. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a long road. Actually, I uh, I live in Missoula, Montana, and I moved here from Canada. I'm Canadian originally. It's kind of funny. People kind of laugh about the fact that, you know, the guy from Bikers Against Holy USA is a Canadian, but, you know, I always tell people I'm, I'm, I was born in Canada, I'm American by heart. What what brought you to the States, if I may ask? You know, they have some great opportunities in manufacturing down here, and there's some great artisans in Montana, and I knew that, and I knew the direction I wanted to go, so I moved down here with not a heck of a lot of money uh, to build, a actually, a dental company. How long have you been in the States? This is my 20th year. I think you like it, right? Oh, I, yeah, yeah, I'm going to be honest with you. You know, uh, everybody always says the grass is greener. I love being in America. See, I, I, I've interviewed a few Canadians before. I've never interviewed somebody that has moved from Canada to the United States. Absolutely. And, and I think, you know, having the opportunity to have experienced both countries, and both countries are great. I think the opportunities in America are unparalleled anywhere else in the world. And I still believe that. I don't care what your politics are. I don't care anything else. If you get up in the morning and you do your thing, you put your boots on and you get ready for work, you're going to get ahead in this country. Absolutely. So 20 years you've been here and you've gone from dentistry to now being the, I don't even know if I want to call it, pre- I guess, chapter president, because there, there's there's quite a bit of uh, Bikers Against Bullies, I mean, everywhere. So what what is your official title? I'm, I guess I'm the co-founder of Bikers Against Bullies USA. My daughter, uh, Wink, when she was six years old, she and I started Bikers Against Bullies USA. It was kind of a fluke, but so... I'm kind of the founder and the overall, you know, the international president, if there were a president. Well, because, you know, uh, sometimes it feels like you can't put a label on something that is so successful because it is a community leader. Yeah. Yeah. Because we all have to lead by example is is how I have to, how I feel sometimes. I agree. You know what? And, and nobody's really ever asked me that question. <laughs> Believe it or not, nobody has asked me that question before, Jace. You know what? How about this? I'm the International Bikers Against Bullies USA liaison. There you go. I dig that. And you know what? Yeah. I, I, I want to tell a quick little story. Do you remember the the email or the um, the message I wrote to you? I, You know, after we talked again, after we touched base, I went back and looked at it. I get, I get a lot of those messages, too. I'm sure. I'm sure you do. And for those of you who don't know, uh, my daughter was bullied on the bus. And no matter what I did, no matter how much I told her, words are just words. You know, they have no power unless you give them that power. These were personal attacks on my daughter. And she got really upset. And I felt like an inferior father. 
And that's what made me one day reach out to a group. I was looking for a group that was just against bullies. And being that I ride myself, I found Bikers Against Bullies USA. And I think I was even tagged in a poster, told to check you guys out. And I wrote you this email and you wrote me not 12 hours later and said, you know what? You are not an inferior father. Don't let people tell your little girl how to live and how to be. And since then, I said, I have got to support these guys. And then you asked me for my address. And I figured you were going to send them like a little, here, here's here's a, you know, a letter from your friend Flash and his friends. And you came through with t-shirts and bracelets and posters. And I'm like, oh my God, these guys are absolutely amazing. <laughs> you know what, Jason, I'm going to tell you, I do remember, I do remember your letter to me. And I, I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why I remember this. Dude, here we are. We're a bunch of men right here in America and women, but we're talking right now as men and we're raising our kids and stuff. And you're one of the only people who said, you know what? I feel like I'm failing them as a father. Most people come to us and say, I'm, you know, they're bitching about the school. They're bitching about the bus drivers. They're bitching about everything. The fact is though, is that we're fathers, we're parents, yes. you know what? And, and not only that, we're bikers. Well, we are, but as a father, I have fundamental rules that I try to follow. And one is to keep my kids safe. The other one is to keep my kids happy. And I'm going to, I'm going to read this here uh, because as I said, you know, she had gotten assaulted on the bus. I mentioned that my seven-year-old daughter and her swollen eyes apologized uh, that I was not able to protect her from being punched into school. And it breaks my heart that I can't be the father that I promised her while she is at school. She had gotten off the bus crying kids calling her fat, making fun of her curly hair and now assaulting her. And your, your email to me reads this. Hey, Jason, it's Flash. Thanks for being reasonable when I know every part of you wants to do something. I'm not an expert, just a dad and a biker. And I can tell you what I did with my oldest when she was five uh, and was physically assaulted when the little boy hit her twice in a week. I approached a boy's dad and I talked to him. I did not accuse them or their boy just state of facts, nice and calmly, something like this, you know, and you go on to give me an example of how to approach the, the kid's father and, and try to have a talk man to man. And you said, now in eighth grade, there was a boy who was a ringleader being disrespectful to most of the girls just last year in my youngest school. Once again, I called the dad who I'm now acquainted with. Not only did I do it immediately and the, uh, and it stopped immediately, I had him talk to I had to talk him out of throttling his kid for it. But the boy and the daughter have become pretty good friends and, it, uh, and he leads well. My point, I don't know. But if I had one, I can tell you that it's not the school's job. It's ours as parents to teach and protect, period. You can try and read my lyrics off of this paper before I lay them. But you won't take this thing out these words before I say them. Because ain't no way I'm going to let you stop me from causing man. When I say I'm going to do something, I do it. I don't give a damn what you think. For me, so fuck the world, feed it beans. It's gassed up. Everything's just stopping me. I'ma be what I set out to be without a doubt, undoubtedly. And all those who look down on me, I'm tearing down your balcony. Knowing fans of bust, don't try to ask him why, how can he? From infinite down to the last relapse, album, he's still sitting. Whether he's on salary, paid hourly, until he battles out or he shits his battles out of him. Whichever comes first, for better or worse. He's married to the game, like a fuck you for Christmas. His gift is a curse. Forget the earth, he's got the urge to pull his dick from the dirt. Fuck the whole universe I'm not afraid I'm not afraid To take a stand Take a stand Everybody Everybody Come take my hand Come take my hand We'll walk this road together Through the storm Whatever way
words and the rhythm for you to know it's a rap. You said you was king, you lied through your teeth. For that, fuck your feelings. Instead of getting crowned, you're getting capped. And to the fans, I'll never let you down again, I'm back. I promise to never go back on that promise. In fact, let's be honest, at last, we last CD was air. Perhaps I ran them accents into the ground. Relax, I ain't going back to that now. All I'm trying to say is get back, quick, back, clap. Cause I ain't playing around. It's a game called Circle, and I don't know how. I'm way too up to back down. to be you know fight club it's meant to learn how to how to develop these skills how to talk like human beings and i think that's where the huge majority of this really starts is yeah kids are bullies in school we we learn that but we also need to learn how to negotiate as people and teach kids as people how to be a person not be a bully not be a thug not be a tough guy and want to push not even little girls but boys Keep your hands to yourselves and and learn how to discuss things as potential young adults and learn to negotiate. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, it's funny because we have we have fun, you know, and of course me with my whole thing and the fact that, you know, I get to be a part of Bikers Against Bullies USA, who in some areas of America are pretty well known. Um, I, I it, it's funny because of, you know, boys dating my daughter 
or my son-in-law and stuff like that. You know, it's it's always have a little bit of fun and say, you know, if you screw this up, I'm going to show up at your house and beat it, uh, beat up your dad. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, and and it's kind of that it's kind of that failed threat thing, but really, it's just a lot of fun, and the dudes totally, you know, totally get it because I don't have to step in in my life. I have two great daughters. I have a great son, two great daughters. You know, I always tell everybody I have. I have two amazing kids and and a third. <laughs> but really, what it boils down to is, you know what? My kids have this empowerment about them. They know who they are. They know where they're going. And I feel like, in spite of all my personal flaws, and trust me, there are so many um, that we've done a pretty good job. You know, my ex-wife and I, and to be honest with you, my new wife and I. She stepped into places.、Uh, As a stepmom, as the kids are older, I get to be a stepdad to uh, uh, an older gentleman. You know, he's 25, and we just、uh, we all have a hell of a time, and we respect each other's roles in the family and everything like that. And you know, you can call it being traditional,、um, but the fact is, is that it's just it's a respect for everybody's place in the family,、uh, not unlike everybody's place in a riding group. Or a, an unawareness group, or a motorcycle club, for that matter, or anything else in school. Same thing. Absolutely. So, tell me the story. How did Bikers Against Bullies start? Like, where where did this all come about? Ah,、uh, dude, you know, I'm, I, I'll be really okay. I'm going to be really honest with you here, and and th- this is what happened. I got a call from one of the counselors in our school district here, and she says, "Flash, you know." You and your daughter, you're you're a different kind of family. I was single dad, you know, single dad for a long time, and、uh, she goes, but the kids all get along with your daughter. The kids like you. They like your bikes. You got custom bikes and all this stuff. Do you want to help us with the anti-bullying campaign? We do a kickoff every year, and it's an anti-bullying campaign that schools pay for. They pay for it, and it's like ten thousand dollars. And seriously, I think it's that much. And、um, And it's called,、um, you know. Well, I'm not going to say which one it is, but I, I, you know, I, I said, well, you know, what are we going to do? Are we going to go in there and say, you know, don't be a bully? And they go, yeah, that's kind of what we do. So I thought about it and I thought, you know, that that just sucks. I mean, I wouldn't want to listen to me、um, say don't be a bully. <laughs> you know, well, you know, you get it, right? If I, hey, Jace, if I say if I cook brownies and I say, Jace, don't eat the brownies, don't eat the brownies, don't eat the brownies. What are you gonna do? I'm gonna want a brownie. You're gonna eat the bloody brownies, absolutely. <laughs> so what? You know what? So the big thing was is instead of taking that tact, I, with a six-year-old kid, we decided to、uh, create this thing. She and it was really her idea. She goes, Daddy, she goes, why don't you just kind of tell everybody what we do in our lives? Because I'm happy and you're happy and everybody's kind of happy. And I thought, you know, I think I think I can work with this. We're gonna do this, and we created some skits and all this stuff. Don't get me wrong, driving down or riding down the hallways in an elementary school is like totally badass. And dumping into a gymnasium full of screaming kids, music going on, all this stuff—it's a lot of fun. That in itself is worth the price of price of admission.
We did this and we made up, I think we made up 10,000, well, I know we made up 10,000 stickers. And the reason is, is you can make up 10,000 stickers for like $100 more than you can make up 2,000 stickers. You know what I mean? And um, in 30 days, all those stickers were gone. You know, we just thought, you know, we had something here. So she and I, we decided, and we call it Bikers Against Bullies USA, because there was already a Bikers Against Bullies name trademark. And she and I, this little girl, we started a Facebook page and our big thing was, you know, we were the like. So we had one like, you know, after a day, we had three likes because one of my very best friends, Hefe, who's also the road captain for Bikers Against Bullies National, and he was at that first 
at that first assembly. You know, he got on there, then Magnum got on there. Now we get over a quarter million unique views a month off this. Yes, yes, you do. You know, just hearing the story of how it came from one like, two likes, and I mean, I'm looking at it now and it's, it's off the charts and your mission statement, Bikers Against Bullies USA was started in Missoula, Montana to be a support awareness program for the anti-bullying campaigns that already exist in school systems. We let the kids know bikers are standing up for a safe environment in which they are free to thrive and feel safe. Well, and, and, you know, and the big thing I think we all need to do in the roles we play in each other's lives is be able to understand, uh, uh, you know, and appreciate a little bit of humility and say, you know what, I'm not the boss. Um, but the fact is, is that we do have something to bring to the table if you want to use us. <laughs> the fact that I keep spotting the bullies, the Bikers Against Bullies t-shirts in the house and the bracelets. And I have the sticker on the back of my helmet because my daughter told me I had to have it since she had one. And they still have your letter in their room posted up on the wall. I, I, said, <laughs> I said, look at this. You didn't use anything aggressive. You didn't say those guys suck or, or you know, boys will be boys. You said, I'm really sorry that those people that you called friends did that to you. And I went, see, that's diplomat. That's diplomacy right there. And God, I wish I had something like that to, to offer. And you came right through and you and Kitty and all your friends. And that's, I think, what the, what the most important word was in those letters and the words that you said in the emails. Friends, you know, we're not a, we're not a, a, a gang because I know that's not the word that we use, but we're friends and we're going to be your friends forever. And they were so happy to open up that box. Mama started crying when she saw it. You got my wife <laughs> crying. It's all good tears though, I promise. And well, you know, you know, we're, thank you for saying that. And the fact is, is, you know, people wonder about us because this, this European, um, this European television network, they came and did that piece, you know, the local heroes piece that they put on Facebook after they aired it in Europe. And um, it's a four minute piece and they called us the good gang. And that kind of created a little bit of a stir because they called us a gang. And what, what people needed to realize, what I had to explain to people was, you know, these are Europeans. English is their second language. And they didn't, like, they didn't mean to call us a motorcycle club or refer to us as that or a gang or, or be disrespectful or anything. It's just, you know, it was, a, it was a translation barrier as English being a second language. But what they did do was they created this formative video of, you know, Jared Blake, Wink, myself, and people that go out there and do the deal, you know, and pound the pavement. And it's got about, I don't know, it's got like two and a half million views. So they're educating people. Well, I took a walk around the world to ease my troubled mind. I left my body lying somewhere in the sands of time. But I watched the world flow to the dark side of the
The real cool thing about three doors now i was working i was working uh down arizona bike week and godsmack was coming on stage that night and everything like that and the whole thing was like just like really intense and everything the next day three doors down was coming on stage and everything was just so nice and you know we met the band and everything like that they took time to say hi to us you know we do some introductions we we unveiled a bike for jared blake and his live to be program at that night um, up in front of like fourteen thousand people but i will tell you that these guys from from three doors down were so stinking cool and they went out of their way to meet as many people as they could and although they were super busy there was fourteen thousand people there you wouldn't believe these guys I mean, what a class act. So, kryptonite, these guys blow stuff up. Yo, yo, it's Flash from Bikers Against Bullies USA, and we're going to be back right after this. The number one station for more hits, 106.9. Now, let's get back to the music. Back to the music. Right now. This is Star Hit 1 FM. It's my favorite station. For those of you who are wondering out there, you know, um, uh, we are not a motorcycle club. We love motorcycle clubs. We think there are thousands of good men in motorcycle clubs, but we just don't happen to be one. We are not a riding group. We are not a motorcycle ministry. What we are is an awareness group, Jace, and we happen to be run by motorcyclists. This way, we are only accountable to one person. That's your kid. Right, right. And you know what else I find to be very honorable as well is that you don't do the typical ride and talk and everything else like that but you you were an organization that goes out there and you collect toys for tots and 
you go out there and you spread awareness. How did you get involved with, with the Salvation Army and the toy drive that they have? Now, I don't want to, you know, I, I, people out there in Radio Land, um, Jace is a little misinformed here, but that's okay. You're very, very close. We actually don't work with the Salvation Army because they already have, they have the Marines, they have everybody helping them, and that's good. But what happened was we found out here that we had, just in our town, um, and uh, just in our town, we had several hundred kids without parents that weren't really, that were falling through the cracks. Um, one was a children's shelter, one is our teenagers. You know, here's, here's something, youth homes. Youth homes are kids who don't have their parents, that are not living with their parents. Everybody misses the teen at Christmas time, you know what I mean? We're all so busy buying like little kid toys and everything like that. So we've got youth homes, we've got the YWCA, the sheltered families, you know, the emergency families, and we've got a children's shelter. Altogether, that was 306 kids. The other thing we didn't really like doing was, you know, people, if you do like just a regular toy run like people do, um, people bring toys and it's all awesome, don't get me wrong. The only thing I, that made me kind of, it kind of broke my heart that here's a kid, doesn't know where their mom and dad is. They might have been abandoned somewhere. Their life kind of sucks already. You don't have to tell them they do, right? And 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 the fact is is that here it's Christmas time, and they they just get what they get. They don't have that choice. And and our philosophy was, what if we could be Santa? And so what we do with these groups is we have them, even the teenagers, they have to write a letter to Santa and they ask for three gifts and we fulfill their wishes. So we go out, we get to help Santa. Where Santa's help us by actually getting these wish lists. We shop, we shop the shit out of Walmart. One night a year, we spent <laughs> like $14,000. And then we and then we wrap everything, put the kids' names on them and everything, and they actually get from Santa. I, I couldn't even begin to imagine how, how happy you are every night when you put your head down. It is. Being able to talk about it this way reminds me of how cool that is. And, and everybody that's involved with it. And I, I can imagine just a just a, a conveyor belt uh, of people just wrapping stuff and, and slapping names and slapping tags down and, and organizing. I can't even imagine the manpower that it takes to set all that up, get everything together. And I have to tell you, I'm looking at your website right now. And it says, our children deserve to be safe to be empowered and to live their lives without fear. 100% of funds are raised by Vikers Against Bullies USA at any event are used to fund youth-oriented charities. Can you tell me a little bit about those charities? Um, yeah, absolutely. Um, last year, for instance, we wrote, um, okay, let's just, let's just talk about our ride. We go on a ride across country. This year we're starting in Madrid, New Mexico, and we end up in Sturgis every year. Last year we started in Burlington, Vermont, rode the surges, and we raised a bunch of money. And we, um, I would say we gave, and I'm, I'm just kind of round out the numbers here. When we got to Deadwood, we have a big party, some Black Hills Special Olympics athletes are there, and Youth and Family Services people were there, and we literally wrote two checks on the stage to these two groups for like $50,000, yeah, $50,000. Okay, um, and then um, 
big brothers, big sisters. Um, I think we've done, you know, we've probably done $160,000 with them. Um, so I literally, I was one of the beneficiaries of being a, uh, a little in the big brothers, big sisters program when I was younger. And I still, to this day, maintain contact with my big brother and my big sister. You know what, dude, I think more people, more littles maintain contact with their bigs than not. I, I still to this day. And, and it's funny though, because I remember when I was a little, I was, I was there little now they have a son who just graduated or, or is attending college. And it's like, look at that. You had a little, now he's a big. <laughs> well, and you know what, and you know what the other thing is, is though you're a perfect example. I've also, you know, you're, you're, you're Jace. I've got a buddy named Jay-Z out of Washington, Bagot Dragged Customs. All right. And he's a big supporter, not only uh, Bikers for Jojo, which is another really cool product. If, if you guys ever, ever have an opportunity, go on to Bikers for the number four, Jojo. All right. And she's a remarkable little girl. And she is truly a hero. And if you guys ever want to support that little girl, get on there. But this guy anyway, Jay-Z um, from Bag of Dragon Customs, he, um, he was a product of, of uh, Big Brothers Big Sisters as well. And he still is in contact with his guy. And that's why he supports our ride, or one of the reasons. And yeah, it's just cool. You guys, you guys are the legacy of good shit happening out there. You guys, guys like Jace, guys like JC, uh, Jay-Z, whoever out there, if you've ever been through youth homes, if you've ever had a big brother or a big sister, you know, if you've ever paid it forward or had anybody pay it forward to you in any way, you are the legacy of kindness that works. Hey, Chase, you know, I know you, I know you put on some music in between and all that stuff through the interviews as well. I know you're a full entertainment package on here. Uh, there's a couple other songs that I'd like to maybe hear um, before we all sign off today. And one is, um, one is Bringing Down the Giant by Saving Abel. Jared Weeks is a very good friend of mine. Um, I, that guy's family, he is such a cool dude. He's the lead singer for Saving Abel, founder of Saving Abel, um, or co-founder, whatever you call it, you know what I mean? And just a true badass, great guy, great dad, all that stuff. And um, yeah, I would love to hear that song. Got it. And especially Saving Abel is an absolutely amazing man.
Can uh can I just share some of this from Jojo's website? Yeah. Uh, little Jojo is a four-year-old who has been diagnosed with a rare progressive degenerative and terminal condition called Lee syndrome. It can cause blindness, deafness, seizures, loss of mobility, loss of speech, enlarged heart, feeding problems, breathing problems, liver, kidney, and, uh, and more. Typical lifespan of two to three years, although she's been giving a median lifespan of five and a half. Uh, and it goes on to say, you know, we need your help and how to participate, which I think is really cool. Follow the... Follow her Bikers for JoJo Facebook page. Download, print, and cut out your traveling JoJo biker. Uh, take JoJo on rides with you, which I think is amazing. I remember doing things like this when I was younger. The, you know, take uh, Flat, Flat Stanley. Stanley. Flat Stanley, that was his name. You take him yeah. everywhere. And I haven't yeah. seen him since elementary school, but Flat Stanley was the guy. And now but it's true. Yeah. I mean, if you go on, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I kind of interrupted you there, but if you, I get so excited over this. This little girl is wonderful. The family is wonderful. And the fact is, is it's so cool to be able to just to, just to cut out this, you print it out. She colored it. Okay. So it's a scan of her Jojo picture and she colored it and you bring it out with you. And when you ride your motorcycles, or if you're on top of the Empire State Building, or if you're on a mountaintop in Bolivia, waiting for the Third World War, you can take a freaking picture and post it on here, and it makes JoJo happy. That's right. It makes her happy, and it shows her that she has friends all over the world. Absolutely. And it says, when you arrive at your destination, take photos of traveling JoJo. Please have your motorcycle in the photos so she can see them. Upload your photos to Bikers for JoJo page in social media channels, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Use the hashtag Bikers for JoJo. And she gets to see them. And that is, that is absolutely amazing. And it's not even about, you know, it's not about doing anything other than just making somebody's day. That's it. Just making this little girl's day so that, right. you know, and by the way, the little thing she colored is absolutely adorable. Her purple little dress <laughs> that she has on, her bandana, her brown hair, her purple arms. This is, this is so cute. I love it. And uh, I well, can't, you know, that that's just like it, it's perfect, isn't it? It is perfect, and it's it's a perfect way to not only just bring attention, but to just spread the word of of just being a decent human being, which comes full circle back to bikers against bullies. Well, and and that's the whole thing is is that you know what we don't ask people, you know, and it's like the JoJo pager. If you don't ask people to do too much, they can, they can see where they fit and enjoy it. And once we start enjoying it, we start doing more. And once we start doing more and we start loving it, we keep doing more. But the fact is, Jace, I'm gonna tell you this, if 5% of the people in the world would pay 5% of their time forward, we live in a different world. 5% of 5%, it's all we need. Yeah, we hook 
looking back up. And when they bang this in the club, baby, you got to get up. Look. Yeah, they giving it up. Low life, yo life. Boy, we living it up. Taking chances while we dancing in the party for sure. Slip my when she got in the back door. Looking at me strange, but you know I don't care. Step up in this just a swinging my talking. Won't get you down with the set. Take a with some and take this on this jet out of town. Put it down for the father of rap. And if your get cracked, jet your trap. Come back, get back. That's the part of success. If you believe in the ass, you'll be relieving the stress. I dig that hair. <laughs> I dig that hair you got. I'm jealous. Yeah, it's, sta it's stapled. It's part of the headband. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, but um, you know, the big thing is, though, is that people give us wide berths. And the fact is, is that kids who don't know any better think we're cool as anything. You know what I mean? Like, kids want to run up. They, the first thing they want to do is climb on the bikes. And the parents are just mortified. Oh, you know? yeah. Mr. Eddie Bauer, Mr. Eddie Bauer with his 2.2 kids. And they're like, holy shit, my kids on that Harley. And it's like, relax. <laughs> relax. It's okay. Yeah. I, I think it, 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 it's funny how, you know, we can be in public. And the first thing we'll do is we'll get a weird stare from mom, you know, and she'll clutch her purse. And then as soon as I throw my leg over that bike, the kid sneaks and gives me a little wave. And then I wave to him like, hey, bud, how you doing? It's the coolest feeling in the world. Very cool. Very cool. Absolutely. Where, uh, where do you see Bikers Against Bullies being uh, in the next couple of years? You know, Jason, at my age, I am dealing in a commodity that is soon to expire. I am not, a, I'm not as young as you are. You know what I mean? And being able to go out there and send a message to kids, you know, I'm going to be honest with you. They don't want to listen to some old guy who's putting his teeth in in the morning and taking his walker out. And, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and of course, Flash will be a little bit of a misnomer at that point. I think, I think the big thing is, is Bikers Against Bullies is just going to grow. It's just going to grow. And it's going to be taken over by people a half a generation or a generation behind me, I hope. 
You know, I really hope. I have got such amazing men in my life personally. Bikers Against Bullies gets all of us. And we're just dudes, but we're trying the best. Today, I'm trying to be a better dude than yesterday. And tomorrow, I hope I'm going to make better decisions than I do today. And you know what? And there's guys like Marine Troy. We got Gonzo out there. We've got, you know, G-Man and uh, all these people. There's guys everywhere. Grizzly, they're all over the country. And these guys are the guys who are going to keep this going. They're going to be the guys who keep it all together. Um, I just get to be the scorekeeper a little bit, you know. But I do have an end game that I want to share with everybody, if you don't mind. Yeah. Um, do you remember earlier we were talking about an anti-bullying campaign and that schools can buy them? Yes. Here's the problem with the system nowadays is that if you've got to spend a few thousand bucks on an anti-bullying campaign, where are you going to get the money from, Chase? Everywhere, as much as you can. You're not, you're not going to get the money. We're sending our kids to school with toilet paper now. We're sending our kids to school with boxes of Kleenex, aren't we? Yes, we are. Yeah, why is that? It's because schools cannot afford to give your kid enough ass wipe to get through the year anymore. So the fact is, is that the, you know, 98% of the schools don't stand a chance in being able to adopt an anti-bullying campaign. I've been working with some really talented people, really smart people, and we've created a anti-bullying campaign and we need x amount of dollars and we've been working on it. we we save our money too i mean we're not just we don't haven't just given everything away we have got some money cached we need to raise another i'm going to say almost two hundred thousand dollars with another 200 grand we can literally do a nationwide anti-bullying campaign for the schools that they don't have to pay for if they can't afford it. How do we donate? You can go on to BABUSA.org or Bikers Against Bullies USA, um, dot com. Um, but you know what? Honestly, though, it would I, I would love to have a corporate sponsor that somebody who just, some corporation that just cared enough that could stroke a check and allow us to make one of the biggest differences in America, in the school system, that is gonna be made in the 2020s. And we can do that for 200 grand. Do you know how much a sponsor spends on a typical event that nobody really even knows they're a part of? Look at what Red Bull spends. I can only imagine, you know what I mean? Things like that. You know, we have uh, insurance companies, farmers insurance, whatever you want to call them, you know, Blue Cross Blue Shield. They have multi-million dollar marketing campaigns. You know, all we're trying to do here is teach kids to A, not be a douche, and B, keep them alive. We can do that. I, we, we have the business plan. We have the boilerplate. We have the product. We can launch this. There are literally, you, you know, there's between 24 and 27,000 attached riders out there. Oh, yeah. And, you know, the fact is, is that everybody's just doing their thing day by day and dealing with what needs to be dealt with. We don't have time to go after those. I, uh, you know what? The fact is, is I don't know how to go after them. Um, and I've always believed in attraction rather than promotion. And I think that if the right person hears this and they're attracted to the cause, we're going to get them. You know, I have to disagree with you on something. You said you don't get paid. Now, I know you may not get a check from this that's enough to feed your family, but every day you see the smiles of the kids of the lives that you've changed or 
the smiles and the love of, of the videos that people like me post to your page or share with you in an email or those emails that you get or the chat that you get from me like this that says the things that you do money you can't put a value on it and i absolutely i want you to know seriously how much you've changed my kids lives and all you did was write a letter and send a box full of really cool stuff for them to have for me to be able to say hang on a second i can call your friend flash that that is invaluable that you can't put a price on that. And every day when I come into my room, because my kids wanted me to have it because it has a motorcycle on it. I actually, I, I'm looking at your poster right now. Um, I'm sorry. <laughs> I love you. And I thank you for being a part of my life. Well, thank you for saying that, my brother. And and you know what? The cool thing is, is you're doing the same thing here. And I know we're, we're not going to turn this into a big mutual backpack or anything like that. But you know what? <laughs> no, I mean, nobody wants to listen to that. You know, we, all of a sudden, you and I are stripped down to the Speedos and we're singing Kumbaya. But the fact is, is that, you know what? You're doing a show and you're trying to focus on positive things that are going around in the communities, in the world, whatever it might be. And we need more of that, you know. I mean, we, we really do. I mean, look at look at Ellen, you know, the Ellen lady who's on television. Look how many people watch her stuff and everything like that. You know why they do that? Because they're sick of a honey boo-boo. I couldn't have said it better myself. <laughs> no offense to Mrs. Boo-Boo and Mr. Boo-Boo. <laughs> I don't think that's their names, but that's great. I, yeah, I don't, you know, baby boo boo, it's okay. Baby boo boo. But, yeah, but, but you know, I mean, people, people, yeah, I mean, that, that stuff gets old. I completely agree with that. Can you tell me where people can, can find you? I know we mentioned the website uh, and things like that, but you're on uh, your social media, you're on Facebook, right? We are. Here's, here's what we got, folks. We have got Facebook, which is, Bikers Against Bullies USA. And then we have a ton of other Facebook pages, which we call chapter pages. So you can go, if you're from the Buford area, you can go on to uh, type in Bikers Against Bullies USA dash Buford chapter or Charleston chapter or Savannah chapter, you know, Texas chapter, whatever you want. We've got them in Pennsylvania. We've got them in Idaho. We've got them, we got them in a lot of places, about 27 states. Uh, we have uh, independent writers uh, in probably every state. Um, so Facebook, Bikers Against Bullies USA dash whatever state you're in. Um, secondly, um, I want to tell you that we are also in um, Instagram. We're on Instagram, Bikers Against Bullies USA. Uh, you can find me. I'm Flash B-A-B on Instagram. Uh, mine is fairly boring. Um, let's see what else. Uh, we've got BABUSA.org. We have the ride to Sturgis uh, dash 80th because this is the 80th Sturgis. That's on Facebook. You guys can go on there and look at the map. You've ever, Chase, have you ever considered riding across America? Have you ever really considered doing something, blowing shit up every night, riding your ass off all day, and doing meet and greets with kids and families in the evening? Oh, that would that every would day for a week. Yeah, hell yeah! I, I wish I could do that. You know what? This is so stinking cool. We're starting in Madrid, New Mexico. Not Madrid. It's not Madrid. It's Madrid, 
And Madrid is the home of, if you ever saw the movie, The Wild Hogs, where they have a big showdown with the Del Fuegos. <laughs> That's where we're started this year. We're going to be crossing the Continental Divide six or eight times. We're going to be over 11,000 feet twice. We'll be having a snowball fight in August. We're going to end up in, um, we're going to end up in Sturgis. And we're going to raise, hopefully, our goal is $100,000 again.
Flash, thank you so much, my brother. You have a great day. Say hi to the kids. I will, sir. Talk to you soon. You be well. Okay, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Ladies and gentlemen, that is my time here on The Shuffle today. I want to give a great big thank you to Flash and all of his friends for joining me here on The Shuffle. I also want to give a great big shout-out to Mr. James Patient, a.k.a. Snacks, and Wild Man Dan from Idaho Falls. Thank you, fellas. Thank you guys all so much for being a part of something that is so much larger than yourself uh, that you guys could ever imagine. I know I'm running over time, folks. I'm so sorry. Thank you all for joining me. I will see you all next time. See you guys later. Bye.